0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to Dice Over Everything, the Miniatures Gaming Podcast. All right. So, so how do you know that a Miniatures Game has made it? Uh, I don't know. How do you? This is now a there's, joke.
1: <laughs> there's tournaments in it of an adeptagon.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So. so. Is there tournaments for this game that we're going to talk about? Uh, Probably. They're listed on their <laughs> Facebook page, but not their events page. So probably. Okay. And is Adepticon actually going to happen? That's a probably as well. On, their, on, their, <laughs> on both pages, they think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, and if uh, Adepticon doesn't happen, then all these games have one more year to, to try to make it.
1: it's like it's like four months away from this podcast so who knows
0: yep so the game that we're talking about is a vroom vroom game which is it's gaslands and specifically gaslands the refueled
1: edition which which the maker does not call the second edition
0: it's the first edition it's the first edition cleaned up i guess it's the the first complete edition yeah i actually yeah. never bought the blue book so gaslands uh, was released from osprey as a blue book which is this great little uh set of small what is it like 60 page 30 to 60 page war games right so they're they're really lean books with not a lot of fluff or anything like that or story just cool different games to play
1: yep so the original so, book, i think was somewhere around that range of pages
0: yep and so, Gaslands is a car-driving game where uh, it's trying to uh, emulate the Mad yeah, Max style kind of road race or or death race kind. Probably more death race than Mad Max kind of style. A yeah. mashup, maybe. Uh, feeling of, I guess it's death race of yes. like cars it's- in a post-apocalyptic world where they go race and try to blow each other up and and while also winning the race so cars with guns and the coolest thing is my opinion about the game is that it uses matchbox sized cars
1: so you now as an adult have an excuse to go out and buy hot wheels
0: Yes, and you know what? Hot wheels are cheap. A lot of people complain about how miniatures are getting more and more expensive. Well, matchbox cars are super cheap. They're probably even cheaper than if you were to three D print it yourself.
1: Yeah, and there's a huge like there's a huge number of them out there. So there's lo- there's yeah, loads that
0: you can get your old ones. You can even get the ones that you played with when you were like four. And then take it out and if it's stripped metal if there's like parts where raw metal is showing that's even better because you're trying to make a post-apocalyptic car then you got to like strap on like a gun from warhammer Forty Thousand or something or, or some sort of random gun or maybe just make it out of plastic card or even better from a toy from gi joe strap it onto your car and now you're good to go that's one of the cars you 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 need to go and race
1: or you could be like me and just have like a random hot wheels appear on your balcony because who knows how the heck it flew up several <laughs> full stories but now it's one of my
0: coolest cars <laughs> there you go some child that child who lost their hot wheels you know what at least the the hot wheels went to good use now
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so it's super cool it's like it i think that's part of the reason why it kind of blew up and it's now an adepticon uh, is because just the idea of being able to play with hot wheels like with cars you know everyone loves those kind of movies right mad max uh the last one for your road was in my opinion one of the the best movies of the past 10 years and so combining that with miniature gaming this is a space that has had games before but none that really took off and i think uh and and i don't think any none that had used uh hot wheels to go uh play. Right. And so this is like a great combination of exactly what you want in the miniature's game, right. Taking out those toys and stuff that you always loved and, and having an excuse to, to go down and and play with them with your friends as adults or teenagers, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. So,
1: so what do you need to play then? Like we've obviously mentioned the car part.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So you need Matt, the rule book, which is a decent buy. It's an Osprey large book now. Mm-hmm. Gaslands Refueled, is it called? Yeah, it's got it's got
1: nice art. It's got cool pictures of cars uh, in it. So
0: yeah, a, a bunch of like Hot Wheels uh, modified or, or, or matchbox cars modified up. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so you need the, the book. You need probably like two matchbox cars each if you're playing two people. But the, one of the greatest things is you if you can have four or six people play and then maybe you don't need two cars
1: yeah you can they recommend the usual army has two cars or maybe two cars plus a bike if you're playing normal points level but yeah you can there's no you're not forced to play at a certain point level
0: yeah and so you can even do if you have a lot of guys like eight guys everyone just play one car right
1: yep that's absolutely one of the formats i think you see at like the the tournaments just so lots of people can get in and then maybe that's like a qualifier as you play with your one car and then you get into the next round just to make it
0: fast and then besides those you need some stuff for uh you know more the gaming side right you Mm -hmm. have you need a whole bunch of d6 dice so 6 excited dice you need a a ton of them
1: yes you can either use like your regular d6s you have lying around and wow. the thing is you're not always rolling for numbers you're sometimes rolling for results which That's you can true. equate the results to numbers on the dice but it's it's often more fun to have their dice because some of the outcomes are good mm-hmm. some of the outcomes are bad and when yeah. you play with other people it's always more fun that they can see that like oh no you didn't get what you wanted or yeah. oh okay you can pull off the move whereas if That's you're right. looking at the numbers it's harder to figure out like whether you've got hazard whether you've got a shift which is good or whether you're mm-hmm. skidding or things like that, it's just easier, you know, right away, you don't have to translate it. So it's more yeah. fun, I find, to play with the, the skid dice, they call them. Yeah,
0: so what Brandon is saying is that basically you can use six-sided dice, like just a normal mm-hmm. six-sided dice, but for the, for a lot of the rolls, you're just using uh, the dice for, um, the, each of the sides of the dice will equate to a different result. And mm-hmm. so therefore it's kind of nice and cute to have your own like special dice with the symbols for each thing because it's not about numbers. It's like one is a skid, two is is uh shift, right? And three each has a has a different result. And you're kind of equating them on a table. But it'd be mm-hmm. even cooler if just the table is on your dice, right? So you can buy specific gaslands dice to play the game for the driving part
1: yeah if you're getting into the game for the first few times maybe you don't go all in you just use d6 if you find the game fun yeah then definitely get the dice
0: i like a lot of d six because you can use them to track damage and you can you can use them like for for everything basically so personally i would say i would stick with just d6 but other people definitely like you know using their own custom things for the driving part uh Mm -hmm. besides that you have a bunch of templates. Now you can photocopy these outside fr- of the back. Well, you're not going to photocopy them. You're just going to download the PDF.
1: You just download the PDF from Osprey and then, right. <clears throat> then so print Osprey them has off and a bunch of there.
0: templates. Exactly. And print them off and you use those. Just make sure that you print them off at like hundred percent so that they're the right size as opposed to like resizing them to fit the page. Otherwise it's going to look weird. Uh, yep. You're not going to be playing with the same size templates. Uh, and then you, the last thing is to track things. You probably need some sort of pencil and paper or maybe use your phone to track that stuff.
1: Yeah. A lot of the tracking actually comes from the tokens you print off. So it's, it's pretty help. Those are all well, the kind of necessary, the tokens just to keep track of like, we'll talk about it later, but various states yeah. in the game. Yeah. And in terms of number of cars, you can get started with two cars, mm-hmm. but they also sell some sprues which the sprues the main point of them if you they give you some cool weapons to add to the cars but as a miniature gamer you probably already have bits around but the main thing you get is a hot wheels scale bike from one sprue and they've just come up with another sprue that gives you a hot wheels scaled buggy which
0: really which often yep that's kind of cool
1: yeah so like if you don't hugely kit your two cars out you can sort of go lighter on their equipment and then you can fit in a two cars and a bike, or maybe a truck, a car, yeah. and like a buggy mm-hmm. or something. So you've got, those are kind of your standard, they call them cans, a 50 can army, uh-huh. a sort of standard size. And that's, that's about what you get in that point level.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I would say that that's one of also the great things is you don't need actually that many cars, right? Like in my staple, I have two cars and a buggy and I don't really plan on expanding outside of that. Um, And there's a bunch of different types of cars right? you can have like a truck or like a a performance car or just a sedan uh and then you can have bikes and 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 buggies so i think that's you know like it's not very much right and like we said they're matchbox cars right and then you Mm -hmm. just go ham Mm -hmm. on converting them like adding weapons and like brandon's saying you have like multiple different sprues right like they actually sell sprues to help you upgrade your bike so you don't have to necessarily scratch build your guns and stuff like that or steal from your gi joe's collectors collectors gi joe's weapons to to make your guns uh but it's relatively cheap and that's really nice and, and again the fun honestly when like when we started playing uh we had a league before COVID. Uh, and it was like that was like 16 people or more yeah uh, showing up each with their own converted cars right it's so yeah, it's really, nice and it's really cool
1: to see. seeing what people do with them
0: yeah they hadn't all converted their cars but like a whole bunch of us had already converted and painted it so we like literally it's so weird to go and take a matchbox car and then like paint on top of their like on there on top of the paint job so it looks more like a a model right because you Mm -hmm. want the the uh so you know most matchbox cars are like painted with the the shiny glossy kind of paint right uh but then i went back and like painted them so that they have more of the matte color that you expect from a mini yeah it's no absolutely
1: fun. like it's you crazy. want to paint over it
0: so my suggestion for <laughs> you that you don't have to in some ways some people would say it's not as realistic once you do it but it's oh, just fun cool. to
1: do that they were painted over but i would sort of suggest just using like a very fine grit sandpaper just to sort of sand down the edges because that's often where your your paint comes off so just give it a very mm-hmm. fine sanding to just catch those outside edges and spray primer is probably going to stick a little better for from Matchbox yeah. cars because they've got such shiny yeah, paint.
0: Definitely, yeah. So if you go about it like it's so fun, and I know a couple of guys like from from the group just went insane on like the fun of converting cars. I guess they were probably car people, right? So if you're a car person but also a miniatures person, this is a great mm-hmm. way to like combine those two hobbies and go hog wild and in something that's not very common in the hobby space. Yeah.
1: All right. So, how would we describe the game as playing?
0: uh so i guess we talked all about like the setup of what is cool but what really sells it like when the rubber hits the road the game still has to be fun Mm -hmm. and that is the magic of this game right like this game is super fun it has that feel of like high octane driving because there's a lot of push your luck stuff and there's the important part uh in my opinion of driving especially because i I'm not really a car person, but I love car movies, uh, is the crashes. So, like, the game has built in, because you can push your luck, it also Mm -hmm. adds in, like, not being able to control your car and then crashing into another car and taking damage and have that kind of wreck, right? That is a super kind of fun game, right? If you like that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, because, like, you've got to roll dice to get the outcomes you want. If you get a lot of bad outcomes, your car may just, like, wipe out and go in some direction you don't expect or just go flying into a bunch of terrain and be- yep
0: and then smash into something else <clears throat> and that's kind mm-hmm. of so it, it really sells the feeling of the racing like pushing forward trying to go fast and like being on that nice edge uh, of almost wiping out but but making it and it has this really clever mechanic um where there are like like brandon's like like you were saying right you have the dice When you roll dice and you're trying to move and try to push your luck, you're using a dice pool of different uh, results, right? Some of them are just shifting up and some shifting down and cancels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But some of them are like things that could potentially be bad, like a spin, or but they could also be good, right? Because sometimes you want to spin at the right time to go around the current corner yeah
1: so it feels like drifting almost because if you come around the corner right. but you actually need to take the corner tighter you get the mm-hmm. spin result and then you kind of like basically drift if you envision yes. it it's basically like instead of turning normally and your car pointed straight you finish off sort of turn sideways so on your next move yeah. you can start going in an even tighter direction or because how the guns work for how you put guns on your cars when you, out, when you outfit your cars and buy weapons for them, you've got to choose a direction they face. Unless you want to pay like an exorbitant amount to make them face every direction. yeah. You've got to take up your slots to put the weapons on and then choose a direction they go. So the direction your car ends up facing when you drive it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you feel like you've got to drive really well. to Keep, your, like, keep the car going where you want it to go, not crash. And keep your weapons at the same time. Point to the targets you want to shoot. So like, when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, I'll totally mount the gun on the front of my car. And you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but if I want to be leading the race, what am I going to do with my front mounted machine gun? It's not going to do anything. I'm in the lead. you're like, oh, okay, this is my lead car I'm building. I'm going to get it like Uh napalm. It drops out the back, or I'm just going to put a gun around the back of it. Just like shooting Mm -hmm. everyone who's tailing me if it's really fast car.
0: Yeah. And then that's why you have your support car then who has the gun on the front, who is Uh basically hunting people who are trying to push ahead. So that kind of dynamic is like, great. I think that's that, again, that just that feeling of doing that. And because you're rolling dice to try to get it, it really Mm -hmm. does feel like you're pushing your luck. Like, like I said, right on that nice edge, trying to get that result. So you can do that tight turn. But then the other thing is if you want, or trying to go straight on a straighter way, and then you, roll these bad dice you have to use them so you might end up it's basically like going out of control even though if you try to do a turn right it's the it's exactly the thing you want when you don't want to do the turn it's actually terrible
1: yeah so basically what usually gets your card like lose control is that there's hazard tokens you take whenever Mm -hmm. like you get the you get the results that aren't just driving in a straight line like you're your slide or your spin or just yeah. plain hazard to plain hazards that come up on the dice they keep adding hazards to your car and depending on the car or the truck or whatever it can only take yeah. a certain amount of that before you yeah. lose control and your car just moves in a random direction then ends up pointing in a random direction and because this game seemed to try and follow the rule of cool the direction yeah. you end up pointing when you wipe out is chosen by one of the other players so, yes. they'll either choose it so you go into the wall, they'll choose it so you're about to drive into another player. It's
0: yeah,
1: it follows the rule of cool with how the rules are written, which I really like.
0: Yeah, so then again, like it, it's not exactly the most realistic game, but it gives yeah. you a cinematic kind of feel, right? If you think mm-hmm. about it, it's not like actually racing, it's like racing in a movie. It's,
1: <laughs> it's like Mario racing, if you think of like Mario Kart. It's got uh, a little bit- I feel
0: like it's it's a little bit more heavy. It, it, the, the cars feel more weighty, right? They have oh, some can- <clears throat> sort of weight on them. So mm-hmm. one of the things with Mario Kart that makes it feel like like Mario Kart is everything is very, like, light, right? They can turn can it bump into, into each other things and things. it
1: doesn't matter at all. Yeah,
0: yeah. But this one it definitely feels more heavy. So I I, I wouldn't say that it's more Mario Kart, but mm-hmm. like i can see kind of what you're saying but yeah
1: yeah the, the one mario kart thing is like if you crash into an object that's bad but they don't penalize you like forcing you to have to like drive backwards and then turn around and then get away from it they're like okay you crash into it you can just drive through it after
0: <laughs> if you start in contact yeah with it. So, but actually cool. crashing and, and we might get into that a little bit later crashing is really bad in this game yes it was really, which really makes bad. it really important, right, to, to stay on that nice edge and not pass the nice edge. The
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So,
1: but it'd be extremely yes. disastrous if you had to back up your car and then get away from the obstacles. They just let you drive right through it. It's a gamey element, but it makes the gameplay smoother. So you get you All get right. over the fact that that doesn't reflect reality.
0: Okay, so let's go i think we've talked a little bit about it but let's go through uh things that you like Mm -hmm. Uh, so what are the really good selling points of this game
1: i think it's exactly where we started you get to like make really cool cars out of hot Mm -hmm. wheels and paint them up how you want to paint them up and the whole process of coming up with an idea for a car because you're Uh you're encouraged to mount the weapon in the direction you want it and make the weapons Uh look like what you want and it costs so little you can just go out And just build a whole new car for some idea you come up with so that's right i think that is the coolest part of the game is just making the cars
0: okay uh i think
1: Uh, i'm a modeler so i I, I, i'm (laughs) biased
0: yeah i think that's definitely cool um but i am not really a car person so I did mm-hmm. model the cars cuz obviously if I'm going to play a miniatures game I'm going to do that and I'm going to paint it up and that that was some sort of fun but honestly if I if I'm going to model I'm not going to do cars in general. So I can see that for a lot of people that that was the best part. For me the thing though that really helped me like this game is actually the gameplay. Uh it was the the dice system. So normally when I think about like movement these kind of games where you have a low number of vehicles Uh, going around uh i immediately thought of x-wing right uh which is i guess based on wings of glory um so it's the kind of thing where you are uh you know choosing direction and you're moving around and you're trying not to crash into people and stuff like that uh, and you're trying to shoot each other down right um but so so in my head i was thinking oh you have to do that like you secretly choose you know which direction you're going and then you reveal it and then you crash right But I really like the way that instead the game used this uh, push your luck dice mechanic to force crashes and force like cool movements and slides and like movement. I thought that was really clever way to do movement and to get push your luck without using like hidden things. And it also means that. Um, it also forces you to like lose control, but also feel like instead of just being like losing control and going in a random direction, it's well, you kind of are right. But like, it feels like I love the fact that losing control in the, at the right time is a good thing, right? When you do your slide and you're trying to like go around, right. Um, yeah. Cause when your like,
1: movement is like exactly precise, you choose something. It exactly. happens,
0: but in gas, lanes, the,
1: dice, the dice can make some random crazy crap happen.
0: Yeah, so it feels a lot more like, yeah, it feels a lot more like when you're driving, right? Like I, what I imagine, you know, race driving and stuff like that, right? Is that you no, like, you do like, well, choose yourself? I need this result. I need to do it this way, and can I get it? And the performance cars have more dice and things like that to make sure that you re- do the right one. Mm-hmm. But that is really once I, like I was not actually sold on this game but you know, you guys were playing it. So I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And, but after I played that mechanic, I really, really liked it. And that's what, what kind of sold me that it's another way to like push your luck. Right. I love mm-hmm. those mechanics that, that idea of like uncertainty and then just deciding what you're doing. And then like, basically it's a little bit of gambling where you put it all like, I need this, right. I'm behind on the race. I got to put it all on red. I got to, I got to go for the slide. Right. Even mm-hmm. though it's so unlucky, I got to do it. Right. I love those kind of, of, examples uh and so that's the thing that kind of sold me on it yeah
1: yes that's a good mechanic as well
0: all right so that's that's what
1: we like the most about it so i guess what do we like the the least oh
0: one more thing that i want to emphasize along with the push your luck uh that i really like is when you fail and you crash driving games need crashing and this Uh game really because you have that kind of push your luck thing, it can really happen. Uh, the other thing is um, going too fast, basically, and then, you know, smashing to something.
1: Yeah, you always like laughing at your opponents when they get too greedy, like, I'm going to win, I'm going to yep. win. Like, oh, you <laughs> went too crazy.
0: Maniac. <laughs> then, yeah. Yep. All right. So I think we, we've actually said a lot of good things. I think you can already tell we like this game. Mm -hmm. um but what are some bad things about the game things that maybe you didn't like as much or problems that you that you you wish were a little bit different or things like that
1: so i think we said it was okay the fact that some realism is missing from the game just to make it operate better as a game Yep. but the one thing i didn't like that sort of falls outside of the realistic realm is for how the shooting works that Uh how the game operates that for every time like you're in a certain gear which Uh equates the number of times you can activate per turn. And it also restricts the number of movement templates you can use. Like the higher gear you're in, you have to use the longer templates Uh and lower gear, you got to use shorter templates. But every time you get to a gear activation within a whole turn, you get to choose Uh to shoot. And I mean, it's cool that you can push your luck and just keep shooting over and over and over if you're going really fast. Uh But at some point, it feels sort of unrealistic and the game starts, I don't know, it feels... Like,
0: super gamey.
1: It feels super gamey. The fact that you you drive at the super speed and you get to shoot over and over, and then even though that person's sitting there and you're shooting, and they're just sitting there not shooting, even though obviously times should be progressing. Like, Uh sure, there's the risk reward, but it feels so unrealistic that you just drive past one and they don't shoot at you at all. So
0: yeah, I I agree. I think that's it. Just feels like kind a little bit immersion breaking. Like Mm -hmm. why, when you're driving faster, do you shoot more, right? Yeah. It just, it just doesn't make sense in that way. So that kind of like, it, it's not even, it's not really about balance. It's just about immersion. It feels, Mm -hmm. excuse me, weird. Um, Mm -hmm. the other thing that I think is actually like that part is kind of an annoyance, but the other thing that is actually, I think probably the biggest weakness of the system is related to the gears. Uh, that you're talking about so basically every round is broken up into five gear turns and if you are in a gear uh that is above or equal to the, the the gear turn level you get to activate right so if you're in gear three uh you get to activate on on turn on i guess gear one gear two gear three but when it gets to gear four and five of that turn you're not allowed to activate, right? Unless you're in that gear, right? Or higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that in and of itself is some sort of, I guess, fine, right? Like, you, you know, there's some limits on 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 the, the templates that you can use and everything like that. And you can move faster. And then you can say it's some sort of balance um, in terms of moving faster and shooting and stuff like that. Because you also are not able to have as much like directions that you can move. But the problem is, How it interacts with the wipeout system is that if you wipe out in gear one, you cannot activate. You go down to gear zero. And that means that you don't get to activate on two, three, four, five, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if you ended up wiping out on gear four, right, you only are out for one gear level, right? Because everyone Mm -hmm. gets to activate on the first gear, right? Which Mm -hmm. feels just really gamey and weird right because mm-hmm. you could be moving at speed four in the on the first like one gear one round right so you are still going at four but if you wiped out if it just happened to be right the first activation of the round mm-hmm. uh and you wipe out there you're kind of screwed as opposed to later on right so there's some sort of gameiness in that and i I really feel like that's just like, I feel like there could have been some some sort of thinking to make it feel less like, you know, being out for four rounds, right?
1: Yeah, the system because is it, simple, but it doesn't feel realistic and it pushes the players who are like, if anything happens, yeah. you fall behind really far.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And so you're going to want to activate, like you want to follow the gears, right? Because the faster you get, the more hazards you have, and the more likely you are to to uh, to uh, wipe out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird because you will try to zoom up, right, with the gears, because every turn you can you can go fast. So every, every like, you know, like I said, the, the, the turns break into five gears. Every mm-hmm. gear, if you're activated, you have a chance to move up to the next gear to activate on that one as well, right? But once you're up, up to gear four, you kind of want to go back down to gear one and then kind of move up because you don't want to continually add gears for yourself but you only want to do that when you're on the lowest you're at the start of the turn and not at the end of the turn it just feels instead of making the the, the turns feel fluid where everything flows together right it makes it feel like every round is like going up and down right it just feels weird to me it doesn't feel natural yeah. um it doesn't feel like everything is like like really if you're driving it's not like everyone Start slow and then goes up and then starts slow again that goes up, right? It should also be constant. When, you high,
1: when you go into higher gears, you use longer templates, so it feels like you're moving faster.
0: So, yeah, I know. So, so mm-hmm. it just feels like they're probably, I feel like there's some other way that they could have done it. So, it just feels like the game, instead of resetting every round, it feels more fluid. Like, I, to me, I think even if they just got rid of rounds entirely and it's just constant activations, and instead mm-hmm. of instead of you know going up gear one two three four five it's like every single time you activate you count down on the numbers that you have right so and if you are like or you count up let's say right you you take like i don't know what you call it exhaustions or speed tokens and as long as your speed tokens and and once your speed token exceeds your gear then you miss a turn right something like that right and if you did it that way then the ga- the cars would be more fluid right you miss a turn like if you're going speed 5 you 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 know you can go up to 5 before you know you miss a turn which means that you're going faster you still get more activations than if you go speed 4 which means that you 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 activate four times then you miss a turn right 3 mm-hmm. 3 if you go speed 3 so it just feels like if you did something like that that's just like you know just an idea but some way to make the game more fluid whereas the way that the game plays right now it feels very stepped it just which is too bad in my opinion yeah oh well
1: all right so i guess beyond that do you have any tips for people who are just getting into the game for how to make get the most out of it
0: uh yeah so exactly what i was saying there if you're gonna wipe out try to wipe out at the end of a round sometimes Mm -hmm. it's better to wipe out a turn five than try to push it into a new round which is totally gamey but like you should if if you feel like you're gonna wipe out the next three turns it's better to like wipe out at the at at the gear level five as opposed to start the new turn and wipe out at gear level one right and
1: just don't wipe out near any terrain to crash into
0: yes exactly so being able to know like how to use those that gear system which is like totally arbitrary i understand but like if you do that you'll be a lot more uh you'll enjoy the game i think a lot more because it's the worst when you wipe out in gear one and then you just have to wait especially if you have four players and you Mm -hmm. just have to wait and do nothing as everyone else is moving like eight activations or something
1: it's terrible yeah so any suggestions about like the number of players because we've talked about other games like frostgrave and that and you're like oh yeah when you play frostgrave you don't want to play it as a two-player game you want to play frostgrave three to four players oddly
0: I think three or four players is probably good with two cars mm-hmm. each.
1: So, cut the number of cars down, possibly. Like, say, maybe if you're only playing two players, maybe to get around the issue of like some of your cars not being able to activate because they just like wiped out. Maybe play at higher point levels when you only have two people so that all the time you've got <clears throat> some of your cars doing something. Yeah. But then when you get to like three, four player level, maybe if you're up to four players, maybe don't go all the way to 50, maybe just go to 45 cans.
0: Yeah, so basically just have two vehicles. Mm-hmm. I think actually probably two vehicles per person with at least three or four people is probably the best. I probably yeah, I think, wouldn't go over four, though. It starts, like, because you have five and that's ten cars each. That's a lot of cars.
1: Yeah, we've played five-player games before, and it goes around for so long without you doing anything that it's it takes far too well, long. Uh, the game's not as fun that way.
0: Yeah, but I do think everyone should have two cars. I think it's better if you have yeah. two cars. So you have some, a car that supports the other. I think mm-hmm. that's the best way to play it, especially even if you're playing like teams where technically each team has two cars, but each person only tries one car. Like I said, because of the wipeout system, uh, it makes it really not fun if you wiped out at the early part of the round and you have to wait for everyone to activate. So having yeah. that second car really helps limit the chances of you not doing anything for like the majority of a round.
1: Yeah. And I think another tip for just because the game does can play sort of slowly. The one tip I think people should take is that you should plan your next cars move out well in advance. Like, cause other people are doing stuff. It's easy for you to look at, like you've got to figure out where the template's going to make you end up. <laughs> so a lot of people, when it starts their turn, they start thinking, they just don't think while well, the players are going, but if you want to like be a good opponent and like have the game go smoothly, like plan your move out while your opponent's going. Cause often it, they yeah. won't affect your car cause they're nowhere near you uh-huh. on the table. So it's usually your move doesn't get changed. So plan your moves out while other people are going rather than just like <clears throat> staring open mouth at what they're doing.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: It makes the game play so much faster. It's much better.
0: The other thing I'd say is that, so this game is made, meant to be played in the campaign system. So you're trying to like build up your cars and then they get damaged and then they, they, they build up definitely mm-hmm. play that. I think it makes the game super fun and then play in a league, like a driving race league, I think the idea of that is super great. And I think because the, the, of the low buy-in, uh, it's surprising how many people you can get to play the game. I was actually super surprised at how quickly people would come because it's such low buy-in relative to other games. Like you think a skirmish game with six guys is cheap, two matchbox cars that you don't even technically have to paint. They come pre-painted and then yeah. you just show up. And as long as you have like templates, uh, and dice you can play like this is a super low buy-in to play right you just have to well,
1: honestly it, right? if one of your friends buys the nice acrylic templates you're like why even bring my own just borrow the nice <laughs> templates because they take up that's a lot true. of space on the table like if everybody brings their own yeah. templates and you've got four people the whole board's gonna be covered in templates so if you've got like two sets of nice templates you're, mm-hmm. you're that pretty are just good always
0: around you can always choose yeah so account.
1: you and the person next to you share a set because there's there's a lot of templates in this game
0: <laughs> yep so i think that's definitely a thing to do the other thing uh, what was i going to say obviously converted paint your cars it's super fun
1: so i think before painting a league just because often there'll be new players like play an introductory game or an exhibition game Mm -hmm. that doesn't count and so people can figure out what they like how to play the game so they're not blindsided by some of the mechanics and then go into the campaign
0: and i would also say play the race missions like the races are the best yep so i think there's a couple of other ones that are non-race ones um they're not as fun like it is mostly death race and and the game is obviously made to do like death racing and stuff like that so
1: yeah the very first mission is the death race it's clearly that
0: yep that's the premier thing and if you want to sell people you could literally probably like the game is not super complicated so if you have the stats up and everything like that and build all, all the cars you could probably even almost play it as a board game with a bunch of friends each guy running a car or two, I say two cars. Right. And mm-hmm. then if you have like four friends over each guy have two cars, that's like a, it, it will take a while. It'll take one, three hours. So it's a pretty long game, but it'll be quite, I think, I think you can possibly like sell people on, right. Because this, this game is like a little bit like X-Wing, right. Which is also very easy to get people into. Um, yeah. So I think this is, it's a relatively easy lift, I think, to get people to even try it out, which is I think one of the greatest selling selling factors of the game.
1: hmm Yep. So oddly a game we're very positive about, but maybe because we haven't played <laughs> it so so much that so we've seen the little tiny flaws. So
0: I don't yeah. know. I think I think the major we already you can kind of see the major flaw, right?
1: Yeah. Well, with the there were some minor point balancing issues in the first edition, but now in the 1.5 edition, like some of that got cleaned up. So
0: Although we haven't really played it enough, right, with COVID to yeah. really get into, again, this is like mostly basically like first impressions. Although we've played a decent number of games, I'd still consider like we're not experts of this game at all. So we haven't learned how to break it at all.
1: No, but you don't you don't need to try and yeah, do that.
0: <laughs> That's the other thing. The game is pretty relaxed, right? It's a great beer and pretzels game. So you take a couple of drinks. You play it around around a table. You can definitely mm-hmm. have a lot of fun with this game. So.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's not meant to be played as a tournament game. Like X-Wing, you have exact size bases with exact slots to put your template into. Mm. Whereas this game, like, bigger cars kind of drive faster because they're bigger. <laughs> and when you put the that's template exactly on the back true. of the car or on the front of the car, the big car kind of just drives faster. So it's it's yeah. not meant as a tournament game just because of how, how there's... You can like, definitely anything.
0: convert your cars for advantage, that's for sure.
1: Uh-huh. So, so don't take it
0: too seriously yes the game is definitely meant to just evoke that feeling which i think it does even despite the flaws that we mentioned um i think it i think it sells it so i guess that that comes to our last thing overall what do you think of the game what would you say
1: oh i think it's sort of a it's one of those things you play like if you're a real miniatures gamer it's not going to become your main game because it's just not a real (laughs)
0: miniatures gamer
1: (laughs) yeah real hardcore whatever you want to call it yes yeah but it's not super deep sir so i mean if you're going to play something you can only play something occasionally yeah maybe maybe you focus on it but if you want sort of a distraction that's not going to like take you a year to paint up an army for uh-huh. yeah, it's fun to like take a break from your main game and play some of the, some gaslands
0: yeah i feel like this is one of those league games i think we mentioned blood bowl it's probably another it's another good league game where you can like play it uh for a league of, for a couple months right play it every other week or or maybe even play it once a month for like six weeks or six months right as a as an occasional game
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to, just to slide in there uh i think this really really works and the other thing is like even if you just do one race it actually is pretty fun as well so so i i totally agree um there's a couple of other league games right but that kind of thing where you slide in just as a break in between your your regular games of, let's say, Infinity or Frostgrave or uh Sigma or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. You shouldn't. I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> so... uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so Infinity or uh, Frostgrave or Bolt Action or something like that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can slide this in for for a little bit of more fun, more lighthearted thing. And that's one of the other good things is that because it's so lighthearted, it's a great game to just slide in there in, in between
1: yeah all right i think that covers our our initial thoughts on the game
0: yeah yeah so (laughs) uh, i think i would totally recommend this game for people to go play try it out slide it in into your rotation i think when we go back to gaming uh if there is a league i could see myself playing it so sometime in 2024 or 2025 when we get to go back to regular regular uh, meetings at the game store or something Uh (laughs) We can try to to restart it yeah uh yeah so that's basically it uh if you have any questions about gas labs well feel free to contact us uh at uh contact at diceovereverything.com
1: yeah or find us on facebook or dice over everything And if you want to let us know what you're up to any questions or see what we're up to you can find us on dice over everything group
0: Yeah. Uh so that's basically it. This has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Bye.